This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Glory to God. <laughs> blessed be the name of the Lord. Let's read something from God's Word tonight. Are you ready? So we are looking at the Word of God. Come up either. All right? Anna Bahino. <laughs> Say that to your neighbor. Say it means come up either. It's time to come up into the higher revelations of Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hebrews chapter 9. We'll read something from there. Hebrews chapter 9. Amen. So the Bible says, from verse 1, Then verily the first covenant had also ordinances of divine service and a worldly sanctuary. For there was a tabernacle made, the first wherein was a candlestick and a table and a showbread, which is called the sanctuary. Verse 3, And after the second wall, second veil, the tabernacle which is called the holiest of all. And then it's our God says that the ark of covenant overlaid round about with gold. Verse 7 of verse 5. And over it the cherubim of glory shadowing the master seat, which we cannot now speak particularly. Now these things were thus ordained. The prince went also, always. Verse 7. But into the second went the high priest alone, once every year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the errors of the people. Thus, or the only ghost, this signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest. Why, as at the first tabernacle, which was yet standing? Amen. Why are you in all these places? <laughs> Exodus chapter 33. Put your hand in Hebrew. Amen. Exodus 33. Glory to God. We have been given access to the Father. And that is awesome. That is strong. That is powerful. Glory to God. Exodus 33. And I want to read from verse... Uh, let's start from uh, 17 or 16. They are looking like we should read from it. Verse 16 says, For therein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in your sight. Is it not that thou goest with us, so shall we be separated, I and the people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth? Let no Christian say, I'm an ordinary person again. You are not an ordinary person. Moses said, What is going to be the difference between us and every other person on the face of the earth? If your presence will not go with us. That means with your presence, we are distinguished, we are different from the people, from other people on the face of the earth. So God said, oh, verse, so, uh, of course, God has said before that my presence will. So Moses said, if, if it's not, verse 18. And he said, I beseech thee, show me your glory. <laughs> Moses stepped a, a, he moved a step further. In verse 14, he said, my presence will go with you, I will give you rest. Then he said, if your presence will not go with us, then don't go with us. And God said, don't worry, my presence will go with you. Then in verse 18, Moses said, I beseech thee, show me your glory. And he said to him, go on, 
Show me your glory. I will make all my goodness pass before thee. I will proclaim the name of the Lord God before thee. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious to. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. Mercy is powerful. The Bible says it is not of him that runneth or will it is of God that showed mercy. So the Bible says, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy on. The Bible said, I know. Esau have I hated. Jacob have I loved. And the Bible said God made his choice before they were born. So before they did anything at all, he chose one and he rejected one. But you see, what we will learn from that beyond uh, the two guys coming into the world and God preferring the second child to the first child, prophetically, it also means that there are two systems. So God was saying to Rebekah, literally, I have chosen the second born, I have rejected the first born. I have chosen Jacob, I have rejected Esau. But beyond that, God was also saying that I have two systems in your womb. One system is called Esau. One system is called Jacob. There is a system coming from an effeminate person. A system that cannot de delay gratification. A system that is moved by the external rather than the internal. I said, I have rejected that system. Hallelujah. Okay. There is another system that values the in intangible things of the spirit of God. The invisible things of God. Like eternal life. So Jacob said, sell me your birthright. The birthright manifestation or the advantage was yet to show by that time. But somebody had faith in the invisible birthright and somebody despised the invisible birthright. By the time, there are two, these two systems are still functioning in the church. There are believers who look at the things that are seen. And there are those who look at the unseen. The seen system is always rejected by God. The unseen is approved by him. You don't get that? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And faith is seeing the invisible. You don't get that? Yes, sir. All right. Let's go on. So, I will make my goodness part before thee. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord. No, 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 no. no. Sorry, sorry. Verse 8. You skipped. 18. Show me your glory. Okay, 19. Okay, I'll make my goodness. Go on. Verse 19. I'll make my goodness and I'll proclaim the name of the Lord. I'll be gracious to him. Verse 20. He said, Thou cannot see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. Verse 21. <laughs> and the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock. Verse 22. This is loaded. 22. He said, You will stand before me. He said, Upon a rock, please, verse 22. Go on, go on, go on. On, on board. Hey, sorry. You're going to another chapter entirely. Sorry, who is, who is controlling this? Anyway. Verse 21 says, And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, thou shalt stand upon a rock. It shall come to pass, why my glory passed by. I will put thee in the cliffs of the rock. And I will cover you with my hand, and I will pass. And I will take away my hand, and thou shalt see my back, and you shall not see my face. Hallelujah. Oh, I, I shared this on the island yesterday. God started gradually. You see, every scripture in the Old Testament directly or indirectly points to Jesus Christ. God was uh, gradually introducing humanity to Christ, the solid rock. So Moses said, 
the conversation between Moses and God, that, that conversation was going on fine. It was smooth. The cruise was nice. So Moses said, oh, let your presence go. He said, my presence will go with it. At the beginning, he said, I will send an angel. And Moses said, no, no, no. I don't want an angel. I want El Shaddai himself to follow us. Angels can get angry and do the unthinkable. So Moses said, then God said, okay, you know what? Okay, you have it. My, uh, uh, the angel will not go, so I will go with you. And Moses said, he took advantage of that. He must have copied that from Abraham. Abraham started talking with God. And God said, shall I add my plan from Abraham, Genesis 18, seeing that I shall become great. And Abraham wanted to talk about Lot. And he said, okay, you are going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. He said, but I know you. You are the Almighty. You are a man of integrity. You are, the, you are God, God Almighty. Are you going to destroy the wicked and the righteous together? That's unfair. So what if I find 50 righteous men in Sodom? Instead of bros to say, <laughs> I get cousin for Sodom. His name be Lot. Can you help him? Can you help me spare Lot? But he started building his case. So if there are 50 righteous, and he was sure that Lot was righteous. Then God said, if I find 50, I will spare the city. He said, okay, what about 45? And he went on and on and on. God knew where he was going, but God was playing the game with him. And they got to 10, and Abraham kept quiet. But thank God for God. Hallelujah. It is interesting that even the prayer request we don't alter out, God understands. Lot, Abraham never got to Lot's point. He never got to that point. But somehow, God knew he was talking about Lot, and God spared Lot, even though Lot was not specifically mentioned by Abraham. It's amazing. So sometimes when I sit in the office and I don't alter out, utter out words of prayer, it knows my heart. He said before they call, I will answer. While the word is in the about, I will perform it. Wonderful. Glory to God. Are you with me? So, <laughs> amen. So Moses started, he was, he was enjoying the conversation with God. Then he said, show me your glory. Ah, then God said, no, that's a strong point. Then he told him point blank, no man sees me and he leaves. It's impossible. It's not that God is wicked. He has a nature that is totally incompatible with human nature or fallen nature. So, if you carry petrol on you and you come near fire, you will explode. The fire does not hit you. But we are talking about two different natures here. If you put a baby down beside a tiger, you will not say this is a wicked tiger for eating the baby. That's what we are looking at. You just feel like blaming the tiger. <laughs> it is in their nature to consume. Yes, sir. Are you with me? Yes, sir. Electricity is not wicked. <laughs> if you jump to where there is a very high current, high voltage, oh, God help you. And if a baby should touch, the electricity cannot be called a wicked person. By nature, is designed. So the same thing, almighty God and mortal flesh cannot get along. Are you, are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. Before you say the tiger is wicked, remember how many chickens you have killed and be fair your judgment. How many cockroaches you have killed? When they line up on the white throne judgment against you and you are guilty of blood in your hand, during Christmas, you were the one always taking the knife. No mercy. One leg, you put it on the two feet. <laughs> Thou shalt give account. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Are you, are, you, are you following me? They were doing better in your house and they were slaughtering a cow and you were watching. Enjoying it. Why do you like blood? <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you with me? So, he said, no man shall see me and leave. Then God started introducing. He said, that is a verdict. That's a truth. That's a conclusion. But he has said before that, Moses, you have found favor in my sight. He said, I know thee by name. It does not mean God doesn't know everybody's name. I check that word, I know thee. It means that I reckon with thee by name. Also means I respect you enough to set you apart. So that was what God was saying to Moses. So he said, I know you by name. He said, no man. He said, because you have found favor in my sight. No man can see me and live, but let's do something about you. Then God fast forwarded to Christ. Remember, Christ is the solid rock. He said, there is a rock by my side. Oh! Is somebody getting it? As at that time, Jesus was in heaven. God might have not been talking about physical rock beside him. He said, there is, I am the God the Father. Beside me, there is God the Son. We can, you know, God lives both in the past, in the present, and in the future. He said, so we can make an arrangement. Even though I have not introduced the rock of ages to humanity, I can place you in the midst of the rock. When you enter the midst of the rock, at least you can see my back because of the rock. Hallelujah. And Moses was like, okay. So God opened the rock. If any man be in Christ. But he said, because you are... <laughs> The blood was yet to be shed. The best you can see will be my back. But then the Bible said that God, God, what's the difference between the back side of God and the front side of God? <laughs> he has cherubims around him and they have eyes all around. Anyway, theologians have said that was when Moses saw in the beginning. He was not there in the garden. But he wrote accurately what happened between Adam and Eve, what happened between Abraham. How did he write it? God showed him on the mountain. Probably, I don't know, maybe this time. Because somebody said, that if you cannot see what God has done in the past, you cannot see what he's going to do in the future. So he says, see my, all you are permitted to do is to look at the back. So Moses saw, when he looked at the back of God, then he picked his pen and he wrote, in the beginning. Then he saw all that happened before he came to the scene. But then, because the blood was here to be shed, that was the best bargain he could get. No man sees me at the least. Because God is in dimensions. If you see God hundred times, you will never see the same person. Not once. This is chapter 33. In chapter 24, God told Nana and Abiyu before they died and all of them to come before God, the elders. And the Bible said they saw the God of Israel. He sat on a throne and there was pavement under his feet. A throne was described. His being was described. When the people saw him, 72 of them, they sat down and started eating. They saw, they said, the Bible says, they saw God Almighty and he did not touch them. He didn't kill any one of them. So they were rejoicing. But when they left, that was when Moses was praying this prayer. Moses was too sure that they saw nothing. <laughs> They saw when they were eating the Bible didn't record that Moses said to them. Well, looking at them, look at these boys. You just saw a form when he came to Abraham's house. He came as one man with two guys beside him. It looked like an ordinary man. Abraham gave him meat to eat, 
bull and he ate it. Now, the Nigerians are telling us not to eat. Anyway. <laughs> Don't eat red meat. Le Praise God. <laughs> so, that was what God gave Abraham and he appeared that way. So, Moses knew by revelation that they were seeing the form of God on the throne. Yet, they saw someone on the throne. But he knew that there was something higher than that. So when they left, he began to pray that, show me your glory. And God said, you want to hear the truth? Those guys saw me, but they also didn't see me. He said, no man. This same Moses, the Bible says that he talks to God face to face like a man talking to his friend. Yet Moses knew that he did not see God. Why? The highest dimension was yet to be revealed to man. So he said, in the rock, I will cover you. But remember where we read the Nebu. Now, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. It's so sweet a verse. Let's read. Why are we born again? This is wonderful. This is why fear cannot be part of the life of a New Testament Christian. Oh, I'm afraid. I don't know. On Sunday, we are going to teach about authority over life. Why I sat in my office and the Lord just told me some of the things we have learned from when we we're young. A change does not happen with time. Oh, there are many Christians praying and praying, but then after praying, they don't know what to do. I want to teach you on Sunday how to rise and speak. The future is in your spirit, it is spoken to existence by your mouth. That's the truth. If you don't know this aspect of God, a Christian can be broke forever, a Christian can be sick forever. Yet, life and death are in the tongue and it's there just watching you might read so much on Facebook and begin to talk like the rest oh when tragedy happens we sympathize with them we pray for them we give to them but it must not make us begin to say it can happen to anybody otherwise you have forgotten Psalm 91 he who dwells in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty Press people have a way of making all of you lose faith. This is why the Bible said that mount, guide your heart with all diligence. You read many things, all these disease and this one, when people are 35, things up. As you read, you prepare yourself for the same thing. You just handed yourself over to the enemy. Everybody in Nigeria is broke. Oh. Things, are, things are not happening. Everything is really. And when we make this kind of teaching, so people get angry. Be realistic. No, 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 no be realistic. Are we forcing you not to be realistic? Be realistic. I have just decided to go with the word of God. I don't know you and the press giving you the information, but I know the word of God it has stayed over 2,000 years. I would rather trust. Are you following me? Events will go and it will come in sacred nations. But those who stand with God will remain standing. That's the truth. I asked one of them. He was angry. I said, tell me, are you saying that there can be a situation where God himself is helpless over a nation? Then they kept quiet. He knew he wouldn't say that. I said, what are you trying to say? So you are saying that a country can get to a point where even God can't help anybody. When you pray, God will say, oh boy, see, see me see trouble myself now. When I know see what they have for your nation. I said, is that, is that God? That one is not, it's not what I worship. But the Almighty reigns in the affairs of men. Glory to God. We must always stretch our hands to help the weak. But don't become weak. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Is somebody with me? 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> oh, see this one. But we all, how many of us? Oh, thank God for redemption. Only Moses was begging. We are not begging for it. We all with open, ah, open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord. What was Moses' prayer? Show me your glory. And God said, uh, your, my presence I gave you. This one I gave you, but the glory. But the Bible says we all. Oh, tell your neighbor, we all. Are you born again? We all. Be holding <laughs> with an open face. We are changed into the same image. From glory to glory as by the spirit of the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The blood of Jesus is powerful. You know why this is so? Because that presence that Moses was looking for, later, that glory, God concealed it and he put it inside the old list of all. That's where I started from. You remember Hebrews 10. So, the tabernacle had three places. Outer court, everybody could get there. Inner court was for the priests only, all the priests, several of them. Then the holies of only, only the high priest, and only once in a year. Because the presence of God was locked up in that place. And I've told you here before in the church, even Aaron, if Baba wanted to enter, Baba would tie rope around himself. A long rope, as long as from here, maybe to that door outside. And then so he would leave the rope outside. He would now tie a bell to his belt. So people, there was a veil. So he would enter. And as long as they were hearing the sound of the bell, go, 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 they would know Baba, Baba was alive. You understand? Because if he should die there, nobody must enter to bring him, otherwise he'll follow. So he would leave the rope outside. So that he, once nobody heard the bell again, then they would pull him out. You understand? That was how concentrated they pray. And what was inside? The massive seats. Ark of Covenants with two cherubim looking at each other. The anointing, the power in that place was outrageous. So Aaron must not make any mistake. And if he should make a mistake, he should die. After knowing the sound of bell again, they will just start pulling the rope. So that's how they will pull him out. After pulling him out, they must wait for a while not to touch him. Otherwise, and everybody was wondering, what's inside there? That even high priest can only enter one, once in a year divine presence it was a replica of heaven's stage God sits on the mercy seat oh to the cherubims around him and then the seraphims so God told Moses that duplicate that and put it on earth and the same presence will be there but only the high priest and before the high priest will enter he was able to enter because he must put the blood a spotless lamb put the blood on himself and under the blood, God will see the blood instead of the high priest. So even with the blood of bull, he must be careful. He was tiptoeing there. So the guy will enter, and then he will come out. Baba, you made it, I made it. Till October next year. And then three days to October, Baba is shaking. Once I'm, I'm, I'm about to go in again, anything can happen. Somebody will stand outside. 
come, come, go, 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 go. Ah, ah, ah. I made it. And they will rejoice. But something happened when Jesus died. Mark chapter 15, verse 38. Till New Testament, the veil was there. Nobody. You remember the story of Zechariah? The angel appeared to him inside that place. As the people were waiting outside. That was how John was born. They were waiting outside. Zechariah was old and he had no child. Then angel Gabriel appeared. He, he went inside the only of all and he was offering sacrifice. Then he saw angel. He saw Gabriel and he became scared. And Gabriel said, you are going to have a son. But because you don't believe, you are going to be deaf. When he came out, nobody knew what happened inside. They couldn't talk for nine months. And we're like, wow. Wow. So that happened to the day of Christ till the time Jesus. Look at this scripture. Mark 15, verse 38. Is somebody following me this evening? Hallelujah. This will transform your life. Hallelujah. Let's start from 37. Are you paying attention to this? And Jesus cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. Oh! And the next verse. Look at it. Verse 38. He cried with a loud voice and gave up the ghost. Then something happened. The Bible said that the veil was torn from top to bottom. Oh! Listen to me. This event was the most significant thing to have happened then. Jesus was on the cross. They never knew there was a connection. As they were putting the crown of thorn on his head and beating him. They did not know that they were beating God Almighty himself. But you see, when he was on that cross and he said, My father, my father, to your hand I come in my life. And he breathed the last breath. Boom. What they saw in the temple that they caught him from the top. God taught the curtain himself. What was shot inside the only of all is now available to everybody. That's why the Bible says, We all with open faces, not Moses alone only. One of the things you need to know in New Testament every Christian now has access to God, all restricted access. Listen to me. God does not love me more than he loves you. But you can choose how much you penetrate his love. He does not want to hear the prayer of a senior pastor more than the prayer of the youngest member of the church. God has no favorites anymore. All of us are his favorites. You can say God loves me. I can say it. If you understand it, it will work more in your life. If you don't, you are shut out. But it is not God shutting you out. Did you get that? So the veil is taken away. That's what the Bible says. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. That throne now, we can approach free of charge. When I say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I am at that place where the high priesthood will enter once in a year. I can enter hundred times in a day. Isn't this wonderful? Aaron will use the blood of goats. We use the blood of Jesus. When we say, Father, God does not see us. He sees the blood. This is what gives us confidence in life. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we sure of the day of judgments? 
The Bible says, Hearing is our love made perfect. That my have confident day of judgment that I see is so are we in this world. The confidence is rooted in Christ and what he has done for us. Praise the Lord. You know why I shared all this with you? Those who know this, when you want to pray, you pray with audacity and effrontery. Those who don't know, they pray like a weak, a weakling that God is helping. Oh God. See the problem with many Christians, you look around too many times with things happening. Oh, I'm trusting God for a job. And that weakens your faith. All of a sudden, you can't boldly say, I'm a winner, I'm a champion, I'm victorious. Be bold to call yourself by the names that he has called you. Greater is he that is in me. I can say whether I have a cow or I don't have a cow. I am blessed. I am favored. I am lifted. In him I live, I walk, I am my being. Glory to God. Look at your future and declare. Bible says, see unto the righteous, it shall be well with me. It is well with my future. Be bold to say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not walk. He makes me land and green pastor. He leads me inside the sea water. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even if I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I fear no evil. No matter the doctor's report, I fear no evil. Because if God be for us, glory to God. I am not afraid of my wedding bill. I am not afraid of my accommodation money. I am not afraid of the job. The future is beautiful. Glory to God. Are you following me? This will make you love Jesus more. And this will make you want to share your faith with people. When we don't understand this, we have no message for people around us. But when this is understood, you can't keep quiet again. You see humanity and you see them living in pain. You know you can do something about it. I told them on the island yesterday. It is very easy to let unbelief, unbelief set in. Somebody says, you know, I'm not feeling fine. What's wrong with you, headache? You are quick to pray. Somebody says, you know what? What's wrong with you? It's cancer. And you are thinking, ah, maybe after I fast for three days. Is there any of those diseases that the name of Jesus does not cover? I said this one is family ancestral stuff. 21 days. Ah. But a man of God once said that the bigger demons are more obedient than the smaller ones. He said because they know the master more. Before they fell, they understood better. Because they could go to higher places in heaven and they have seen the glory. So they fear God more than the smaller ones. At the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee, not some kneel. It does not matter the number. He conquered them all. Having spawned principalities and power. He made sure of them openly. Glory to God. When I was in secondary school, we love to demonstrate the power of God. I remember as a second event, I just told myself two days ago, I have not been doing this, I've not been casting out devils as I used to in secondary school. Oh, we drove out many demons. Until they went to the public to school authority. People they were not born again from people will be vomiting things that their people gave them to eat. Secondary school. See, when you see the lights, your life will be different. Oh, I understand nowadays all over the world there are some. I went to my secondary school. The according president is calling me. There are young people working in the power of God. I sat down in UI one day and some secondary school students came. Secondary students started UI. 
they came to pray at the chapel and the power of God descended. You see, it is when you are not connected. Oh, I wish I would say this to guys in Big Daddy. And Jesus works more with young people. But some just want to plug their ears into dirty things going on that leads them nowhere. Most of those who sing all those songs are not happy. Oh, this lady won all the awards in America and they asked her in a show, have you ever been happy in your life? Say on one occasion. She grew up in a, in a motherless baby's home. The day the first time mother gave her a peck on her head, that was the happiest day. She was sleeping with about 13 men in a day. There is a void in woman's soul. Nothing can fill it except God. When it's not at the center, everything falls apart. It is true. Amen. Amen. That is what Kanye West is telling the old world now. I don't know him, but I thank God he's saying that now. When you look at it, just for that, oh, there is no wish like you, wish like you, Lord, in all the earth. Much less love and beauty, endless warmth. Nothing in this world will satisfy. Jesus, you are the cup that will run dry. It's true. Your presence is heaven to me. You know my pain. I came to Lagos and I discovered that many people have received Christianity as religion. Of do's and don'ts, and it looks boring. But Jesus did not bring it. He said, I come that they may have life. I come that they may have life and have it to the full. That life beats, it gives back to creativity. I come that they may have life. I come that they may have life. I told them on the other yesterday, one of the last speeches that Obama made, the soldier that was standing behind him was my class rep in UI. How did Kisley get there that fast? It was such a solid Christian. From 100 level to final year, we left him as a class rep. It was on, I mean, nobody could dispute. Such a fantastic guy from Abia State. An unusual guy. He came to UI to dominate. Now he flies war jets. And he's always sending me all those pictures. It's amazing. If I see him, I should be a little afraid of him. Because <laughs> he's a combat, so he's going to run gun everywhere. And I see him with top military decorated officers. But every Sunday, you see him with his keyboard worshipping. And he posting for classmates to see Jesus will have the cup that will run dry. Nothing else. Nothing else. You see, when it fills your life, that is when you can receive a woman into your life as a gift from above. That's when you can receive a man as a gift from above. If you receive a man as a replacement for him, you are in trouble. We are going to talk about marriage. Also. Maybe this is where people have problems. They have not found their fulfillment in Christ first. Before seeking for other things. When you have found your fulfillment in it, another thing you receive, you receive it as a gift from God. You can treat it well. But if it is not so, there is a problem. Oh, this I've shared with you tonight is to propel fellowship. You see, when people go to pray, they always pray for something. I'm fasting because I need a job. I'm fasting because I need a wife. I'm fasting because I need visa, visa, visa. What about praying to know him more? So look at these things I've shared. When they are in you, you become unusually productive. You become so productive. So productive. So productive. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's wonderful. I have never told you this before. 
growing up, I used to have nightmares. I think I've said the part before that I wake up in the middle of the night as a very, I got born again very early in life. So before I got born again, GSS 2, GSS 1, GSS 3, that I will urinate inside a bottle. Because to go to the toilet, hey! And in the night, I was always, I, I also was praying severally. But you see, when I got born again, one of the first dreams I had, I was coming on the street and three lions were coming and I tore them into shreds. When I started hearing people preaching, now when you do deliverance, you need to fortify yourself because those demons will come. Thank God nobody told us that in secondary school. We finished casting out those demons who went to play football. We slept, no one came back to us. The love of God is powerful. And you know what? Be careful what you believe. It will rule your life. You can open door to spirits that can they, they, they are if it is small to you. But your belief system is opening the window and they come in and start flexing their muscles because you open the door by what you believe. What do you believe? God will not answer until you fast. It will be unto you according to your faith. Fasting is important. But there's no scripture that says that God will not answer us except we fast. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's a spiritual discipline. We are fasting now. This is our 15th day or 16th day. 15th day. And we are going to fast all through the months. And we'll be, we've been enjoying it. I know we have been enjoying it. <laughs> when we tell you it's not to fast, fast with us. It will develop you spiritually. But take the word of God as you fast and look into it. Thank you, Jesus. I went this way. All that God is looking for is fellowship. Anything you receive that does not increase your test for Him is a problem. Any blessing you receive that does not deepen your relationship with Him and does not show you more of His ways is a problem. It will come down from heaven to look for Adam. Has He ever called to that all that God is looking for is fellowship? It's so important to him. But we want to use God to get things. God wants to. When he found Enoch, the Bible said, Enoch walked with God. Ah! God stayed with Enoch. And they got so close that one day God said, Oh boy, you've done enough there. Come here. And he went to heaven without dying. They asked a small boy to talk about what happened between God and Enoch. A very little boy in the school. He said, Well, the way I understand the story, that Enoch and God they were friends. That every evening, God will come and visit Enoch and they will talk, talk, talk back to God's house and they will talk, talk back to Enoch's Enoch house. So one day God came and Enoch and God were talking and enjoying their conversation and God wanted to tell Enoch more things and they were close to God's house and they were far from Enoch's house and God just told Enoch, why don't you just follow me up so you can hear the rest of the story. So, so Enoch left and he never saw him again. <laughs> just a very small but that was his own understanding of what happened. That's wonderful. The Bible says Enoch walked with God. The Bible didn't say walk with God to get something. No. He walked with God to get God himself. And it was no more. Fellowship is powerful. Sometimes I wonder what goes on when we are praying. Jesus is looking. I want you. I want you. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, set my family free. I want you. I want you. Hallelujah. Oh, let me close with this story. I can't even remember the details, but somebody shared it. A man had an apartment. Massive apartment. 
I think it was a vision somebody saw to illustrate something. And Satan will come in and he will fight and he will break something in the apartment. Somebody met Jesus and Jesus came in. And they just was staying. So he gave Jesus a room. And the devil will still come and wreck things, but he couldn't get to the room where Jesus was. Long and short of it, Satan will knock you and he will go and answer and he will start fighting. And Jesus told the man one day, he was like, Lord, he has come again to destroy my city room and he didn't see anything. And the Lord said, why don't you just give me the whole house? So Jesus, so the guy gave the house to Christ and they were both living in the house, but said, you are the owner from today. I just said, okay, I don't collect your house. Just acknowledge that I'm the owner of there. I said, you are the owner, Lord. So the next time Satan knocked the door to come in, when he knocked, it was Jesus that opened. <laughs> he said, and he never showed up again. It looks like what is happening in many lives. Why don't you give him all? And let him answer. If it's in your sheep, he's the one that will say, Peace be still. If you if you want, he can say it through you, but it is not you talking, it is the only ghost inside you. Hallelujah. Amen. Lift up your hands and just worship him. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I am sharing with you tonight just to let you know the way is open. Unrestricted access. Oh, visit the throne. Go there. As a matter of fact, the throne is in your heart. Because Jesus lives in you. Can somebody just worship him as we close tonight? Jesus, you are the cup that will run dry. Oh, it's like you Lord in all the earth. Let's sing that song. Sing it. So let me know you say it. Much less. But if you feel like standing, no problem. Much less love and beauty and less war. Sing to him tonight. Nothing in this world will satisfy. Oh, Jesus, let's start from the beginning again. Who is like you? Who is like you?
just to keep on keep playing. Those who are weak can receive strength right now. And there are people that the sound of my voice. Uh, yeah, you just come to church, yeah, you pray. But there's no joy, there's no strength. Receive it tonight. Just worship and pray. Continue, keyboard. As situations beginning to overhem your soul. If you feel you are sinking tonight, rise up in the name of Jesus. Jesus is the answer to all crises. Jesus will steal every storm. Those who are weak will receive strength now. Situations are frustrating you. You are so discouraged. You are so weak. So tired. It's not the battles of life are so strong. But I've introduced you to Jesus tonight. There is access, unrestricted access to the throne of grace. You have access to the masses. In the name of Jesus, you are, you are free. You are set free. Rise up in the name of Jesus. Receive strength. Walk in this grace. Walk in this love. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.